Thank y'all for following Unqualified Sports, where the unqualified athlete has the most qualified opinions. And I'm pretty sure if y'all been tuning in to our Instagram and Facebook pages, y'all know about the Unqualified Collection with that nice-ass AI GOAT moment stepping over Ty Lue. If you haven't seen the shirt, go check it out at the dash unqualified dash collection dot my dot com. Make sure y'all go get one of them shirts, please. And thank you. Welcome to Unqualified Sports, where the unqualified athlete has the most qualified opinions. Unqualified Arrow is in the building with my co-host, Unqualified Shy. What's going on with you, my brother? Man, I went missing for a week, and the people was at my neck, man. I got about eight DMs saying, where was I last week? But y'all held it down, bro. I'm proud of y'all. Y'all brought a chill to my eye when I played that show back. I appreciate Good it, job, bro. I appreciate it. And look, not to mention, bro, I mean, look, you, y'all you, with the with the One Cup In podcast, hilarious. I mean, bro, y'all talk you, about bro, things from BBWs to Beyonce to... <laughs> To all, I'm talking about. I'm talking all about. Right, y'all literally had a debate right. on what BBWs actually was, and oh, that was funny. Uh, the bruh, Beyonce. Bruh. Oh, that was funny too. But anyway, uh, and I'm and y'all got tons more. So I'm just on. I'm still on. I'm still trying to catch up right now. But before we get into the show, bro. Before we get into the show. What's up? I'm. I didn't finally start the third season of This Is Us, bro. Uh oh. Bro. Bro, look, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, bro, look, and it's going to sound bad. My wife, she she look at me sideways a lot of the time, and and I feel like if anybody got the right to say anything about this, it's me, because I'm going to start off by saying it this way. I was, I at one point in time, I was over 300 pounds. I am so tired of Kate and her fat story. Everything go back to her being fat. I hate it. I, I hate it with a passion. I yeah. hate the fact that everything is about her being fat. Oh, I can't do this because yeah. I'm fat. Oh, this because I hate that. But but other than that, the show is awesome. I mean, the show is awesome. I hate Kate, bro. My friend, you've been that fat. That, that, it's like. I was about to kiss this now. Even her size is cute for everything, dog. Bro, like, oh, dog. Bro. So, you know, I, I'm still like I'm still at the beginning of of, uh, of season three. Uh, we we basically went from watching one show a night to start like doubling and tripling them up so I could catch up because I wanted to make sure I was solid before the, the season four start because from what um, my understanding they going to have what three more seasons at least so yeah read up yeah so I definitely want to you know make sure I get get into that or whatever so uh, I had to make sure I caught up so you know I'm only on like episode two or three of season three but uh uh, it's man, it's man, that's a hell of a show, bro. That's just man, you ain't cried, huh? You ain't cried yet, huh, bro? Man, look, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you the, the two, the, the real tear jerkers, right? I'm gonna tell you the tear jerking moments. Tear jerking moment one is when that when uh Randall biological dad, man, if you, if, if, if this season, this about to be if season four. If you don't know that about Randall's biological dad. if you watch this, is up, this is where you fast forward, you jump ahead <laughs> about two minutes, okay, and, okay all that. Look, I feel like your boy that was on the on the podium talking about the Avengers. If you ain't watched it by now, that's on you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But when Randall Biological Daddy died, 
that just, I'm talking about, my uh, heart was just shifting in, man. was shifting all through my body. I was like, oh, man, that, that was tough to nah, watch. Now, nah, nah, William, man. Nah, man. William, man. Hey, man, William was, I'm glad they still even putting little snippets of William into the third season because William was the truth. And Jack. That's how, that's how co-written that show is. Like, that's the most well-written show I've ever watched. Uh, how, how they still sprinkling William and Jack throughout the storyline, even though they're dead. Bruh. That's fire. And Jack, bro, and Jack died, bro. That was that was tough too. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, they got some tough yeah, moments, bro. Tough. They got that some tough, tough moments, dog. I, my favorite part is still when Kevin say, "You always trying to make sure that we we uh that Randall's not too adopted and Kate's not too fat or whatever you said." No, that's still a classic line for me out of the whole uh <laughs> everything I watched. I rock with Kevin, bro. <laughs> no, I like Kevin too, dog. But look, before we before we get to a whole episode about this is us. They actually got something bigger to most people right now that's going on. And that's the Raptors oh, yeah. and Warriors series. It's tied one one after two. Uh I mean we got a lot of, we got a lot to unpack in this series, bro. I mean, from play from what the way people played in game one versus game two, the way people coach from game one versus game two. The the third yeah. quarter Warriors showed themselves in game two. I mean, it's a lot, man. So what's your what's your takeaway from it, man, so far? Um, the biggest thing we have, and I know we probably going to touch on it, but we have to touch on it. There's no way we can not. We can't be avoided. It. It's the injuries, though. Like, we got to talk about that. That's the biggest takeaway for that. I really did expect this to be 1-1, one, one, though. I, I knew the Raptors wouldn't go down 0-2 at home. I picked Golden State in 5. I didn't know if it would be the first game or the second game the Raptors would win. So right now it's unfolding just like I thought it would. But I didn't see these injuries. And the injuries do change the way things probably are. So Okay. Now, I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm my, my, Honestly, the in, you're right about the injuries. Um, some things happen to me. It seems like they happen in order for things to, like, for things to get better in certain ways. So – not necessarily like with the Clay Thompson injury, like that that right there was an injury that I wasn't I like he's so like the guy that doesn't get injured like that often. So I didn't expect him to get injured, but when he slipped, I mean he had one of them crazy LeBron Zion type slips where it just was like awkward. Yeah. And he fell and you know, you knew something wasn't gonna be right after that. Um but when Kavon Looney got injured and Boogie had to step up and play more minutes to me, Boogie, I thought he was going to be a liability, honestly. I told you this. I remember. I know. I remember. We had this debate. And I, I had to make sure I went on on, a, on our unqualified page on IG in, in the stories, and I had to make sure I said, man, look, I was wrong about Boogie. Like, I was I was wrong. Like, I didn't think he was going to come in and make that, that much of an impact, especially in the first game he didn't make that much of an impact. And Steve Kerr saw it, but that's I think that's because that was his first game in the finals, his first game back. So like like after that that quad uh, test, so that was that was an interesting thing. He was trying to see how he can work him in, but then his hand got forced. And once Boogie caught a rhythm, I mean he only had what eleven points, six assists, I think like nine or ten rebounds, something like that. But yeah, in twenty three minutes, that's really good for somebody who just came off two really serious injuries. Um, to start yeah, the season. Oh yeah, man, definitely. Hell yeah, that's 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 absolutely true. So, like you said about these injuries, so we didn't spoke about Clay Thompson, 
Kavon Looney. Boogie's still playing, trying to get himself back to 100%. Probably won't be back to 100% by the end of the series. Uh, he probably won't be 100% to next season. So he's playing basically yep. a little hobble. KD won't play in game three. Clay is, I think they're going to let him play in game three. I don't think he's going to be 100%, but we'll see how much that affects him because we didn't see him play not 100%. He still light up, you know, light the house up. So, and then you got Iguodala, and that's just on the Warriors. <laughs> that's just on the Warriors. Exactly, though. Um, exactly. Uh, you got Kyle Lowry still with the thumb. Kawhi clearly is hobbled with something that he clearly won't speak about. Uh, so, uh, I mean, you got injuries all, all across the board. Um, I guess my question with you is, who who do you think, what injury you think going to play the biggest impact on this series? Well, I would probably say the most important injury is Kawhi. Yeah. Because just because of what he means to that team, you know. But what I can say about his injury is, though, it seems like he's still able to perform at a high level with his team. Right. Because he played good game two. Really good, actually. Like, he played, he had a great game two. He just didn't get help. Like, game one, he didn't play, you know, he played okay. He didn't play bad, but he didn't play. You know, that was the Siakam game. Uh, he got a lot of help from the bench that game, too. But um, I think Kawhi Limit is, is the most important. Clay is, is tough. It's tough because of what they already gone through with Durant. I think the Warriors com- have a compound in this injury right now that's just hitting them all at the wrong time. But what's good about that is they stole one already in Toronto. And right. when you go back home, the, the role players tend to play play better. So people like Quinn Cook, who had a great game too, too, off the bench. Great game too also, I should say. Off the bench, he hit three threes. Uh, a couple of them was clutch in the fourth quarter. Guys like that, Livingston, you know, experienced guys coming off the bench that had been there before. They got quality minutes out of Andrew Bowman who's now essentially the backup center now because you have to slide Boogie into the back into the starting lineup with Looney being down. So you're going to need quality minutes from both the Warriors for the first time was forced to have a traditional center in for most of the game. It was either Boogie or DeMarco, Boogie or um, Andrew Bogut that was playing the five. And that, that slows them down, but it also has been rebounding the basketball too, which is how they lost game one because they got out-rebounded by Toronto. Right, right. I totally agree with that. I think, um, I guess the next thing to talk about with this, because, I mean, the injuries, I th- well, before we move off the injuries, this is something I was thinking about while you was saying that. You know, people people not people not putting it into this perspective, but going to the finals five straight years, is this this wouldn't be something that's, that should be as surprising as it is. Uh, I think because they're a finesse team, we don't expect them to get injured like that, you know. But when you play into that far into the season every year after every year after every year, you're going to sustain injury. It's going it's gonna to happen. Um, but that just go to show you, too, how great this team is because, um, I mean, you would think when Klay Tom- Thompson went down, oh, that was it. You would have thought, oh, well, now, now the Raptors got a chance to, to – to, you know, squeak back into this game and win it and, and steal the game back. And, 
They just couldn't. <laughs> they literally just couldn't, man. Um, Iggy hit the, the, you know, that great shot at the end. Um, like I said before, I think it's coming down to a real chess match in coaching um, because Nick Nurse clearly outcoached Steve Kerr in the first game. I mean, it was clear as day. Um, the, the, the bench player seemed a little more assertive. Um, but in his second game, you know, I think probably Raptors fans will say, well, the fouls were a little bit too, you know, they called too many fouls on the Raptors early and blah, 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 which some of them were ticky-tack, some of them wasn't fouls. But that's that's in every game. So I'm not going to point that out. But I just think Steve Kerr said something at halftime that completely – and he tweaked something at halftime that completely changed that game. Because that 18-0 run that they went on changed the game. That won them the game. In the third quarter. It's crazy. The Golden State has been the best third quarter team in basketball for probably the last three years or so. Yeah. And they're, they're ridiculous in the third quarter. And it's because of Steve Kirk coaching adjustments he made at halftime. And one thing to, to keep it to account, when he got our coach in game one, is because I think a lot of that had to do with all the adjustments that he had to make due to these injuries, trying to get Boogie back into the lineup, mm. really going down in that game. Uh, I heard Steph was dehydrated last game, too. And they yeah. were giving him, like, energy pills. So I think that was another thing I forgot to mention when we were talking about the injuries. It, they have so much going on with Golden State. Iggy, they got pulled in game one for a while. And it's just, we got, everything is collapsing on him pretty much. So, it was less about X and O's and more so about what healthy body can I get out here, you know, in order for us to compete. And I think that's what changed in game two. He, he, he still had the injuries to deal with, but he had a chance a couple of days to, okay, I'm going to use this guy like this. I'm going to insert this guy, take some minutes away from this guy. And once he got his lineup situated, his rotations down for game two, I think that's what's helped a lot also. And I, I'm not the guy, and I've had conversations with some of my frat brothers and, and other good friends about how how good or how bad of a coach Steve Kerr is, right? And when you watching when you watching this series and you seeing what okay Clay go down, Iggy go down the first game, uh, they haven't played with KD, um, and I heard somebody say, I heard they said. I don't want to quote him. I'm more paraphrasing. Um, you know, they asked, they asked Steph something about KD going down and um, do, they play better without KD. And he was like, we we play well with KD and without KD. We play – both of them can be right. Like, you can be – you can play well with KD and you can play well without KD. It's just the way he co- – yeah. this, this goes to show you his coaching scheme is really well put together. Um because when you put somebody like Cook in there, even though Cook is a champion, you can't take that away from him. Uh, he's a champion mm-hmm. at this point in his career. Um, but he's still, what, a second or third year player, something to that effect? Yeah. Um, he yeah. come in the game, he hit big shots. Um, Iggy, mm-hmm. who we talked about multiple times on our show, he come in the game, hobble, hit a, hit a big shot, make a big play, make a big yeah. steal. You know, like um, mm-hmm. all these things, that's – a lot of a lot of times, it's the coach putting them in the position to make the play, um, and it just happens. It just works out just right uh, for them. Um, my biggest 
disappointment at this point would have to be Kyle Lowry. Um, he just was on the jump before the before the final, saying his team needed him to be aggressive and this, that, and the other. And that was the difference in in the Buck series that he was aggressive and this, that, and the other. And I think coaching has something to do with it. I think the the Raptors take too many threes. But I noticed he does he never attacks Steph. Like I don't know if he's just that he's just that worried about his hand, but he attacked a, a first team all defensive player. Uh, in in uh, what's his name? What's his name? Play for the Bucks. Uh, Eric Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe. He attacked him, and he's a first team all defensive point guard. But you want to attack Steph? And I don't get me wrong. I understand that they, you know, the Warriors have good defense. But if any yeah. if any part of their defense is weak, it's Steph. Even though he's not a bad defender, but he's not a all, first team all defensive player. Either. Is Steph the one guarding him, though? Is uh, Steph the one guarding him? A lot of times, guarding? yeah. A lot of times, yeah. Unless, until they switch well, him, you I know. They, they, they were Steph, I thought they were putting Steph on Danny Green to try to hide, I guess. I thought that's what I thought. But, but they'll sure, switch but... him up. You know, at time, what I, I'm not saying that he guarding him the whole game, but it's times where he guarding yeah. him. And he not, he not attacking mm-hmm. him. He not attacking Steph. And I... I, yeah. I I'm I'm disappointed right now in Kyle Lowry, which I'm always disappointed in Kyle Lowry. I was hoping that he turned over a new leaf. And uh, I guess it ain't a maple leaf. Hey, man. He hasn't been trying that bad this playoffs as a whole, bro. Not as a whole. He's just not consistent. He's just not consistent. He hasn't been consistent. Right, and that's not a good quality to have in the playoffs. <laughs> that's not a good quality. Nobody yeah. on the Raptors has been consistent. Look a while. And I think they're putting too much pressure on him. Uh... To do too much, I think they set him for threes, yeah. and they not they not attacking the paint. To me, you gotta put pressure on Boogie Cousins. You you he coming in off an of injury. Why why not attacking? Why not see what he can do on defense one on one? I mean, they don't have great one on one offensive players, but if he coming off a quad injury, I would have confidence if I'm Marcus or Serge Ibaka to attack him. I would have the confidence to. Um, Marcus Gasol played great this game one too. G- game one, yeah, he did. Game, but, game one. But Boogie only played eight minutes that game, so. <laughs> yep. But he was hitting a lot of threes too, so. Um, that, yeah. I, I think the series. I, I hope the series go long. Like I just really like to see the Warriors sweat a little bit. I don't mind if they win, but I just I'm I just I don't like to see them just beat. Like the last year series was just. He, I guess more so it hurt a little more because it was LeBron, but it's just like it was like full gone that you just knew that they was just going to beat the brakes off these dudes. And it then, would be the same way if KD was done and they were healthy. These injuries is the only reason this is even close. But it make it interesting because it make it seem like they not like... It don't. It make, you know what I'm saying? It make it seem like they, they have some type of chink in... Like they have a, a penetrable armor. Like they didn't have it at it first. Is. You know what I'm saying? So... Um, like like everybody said, uh, KD make them invincible. Without KD, they they're a great team, but they can be beat. They have been beat before. We saw it. Right. We know they can be beat without KD. But with KD, is it? Okay, so look, I want to ask this question because me and you, me and you kind of had a little debate about this. Uh, well, before before, did you want you want to add anything about this series that maybe we ain't touch on before I get into this little de- miniature debate we kind of had the other day? Um, no, because I think um, in this minute of debate, we're going to answer 
the question that I have. Well, that's that's gonna be something that I I, I wanna I wanna touch on a little bit later. But as far as we we was having a debate, we cause you know one time on on this on on air on the show you said the team with the home court advantage and the best player will, should win the series. Typically, so, typically, typically, right? Typically, Ty- typically okay, whatever typically, you put, whatever yeah, words yeah. in that, whatever adjectives or yeah. adverbs. Yeah, I'm just saying, cause it's not. It's not every time, but, you know. You're right. So, you know, whatever. You know, 10 times out of 10. Okay, whatever. Um, So, I said, well, Kawhi Leonard, this was before, then this was after game one. This wasn't after game two. We and him had this debate a few days ago. Um, oh, hell, almost a week ago. Game one. Yeah, so, um, yeah. Kawhi, we, I said, Kawhi, the best player, and his team got home court advantage. And so your answer was, <laughs> I said no, Kevin Durant's the best player. He was like the best healthy player. Oh right, and of course, like, of course. And then I was like, well, they still got the best player because they got stepped Okay, so, so <laughs> this is this is when the, this is when I didn't even want to entertain the debate through text message. I did not want to entertain because the man called me. Silly or something. He called me silly or like no, weird. He called me weird. And this, is, and, and this is why I think you're going to lose this debate. You, you're about to lose this debate. Because I'm not debate, I'm not about to debate you whether who better out of Stephen King Kawhi. What I'm debating is your response saying it's not even close. You have lost your goddamn mind. No, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I, I, didn't say, I didn't say it wasn't close. I was like, my, in my mind, not I, I don't, I don't, I, to me, it's not an argument who the better player. I think Kawhi yeah, is clearly the better player. But the, the reason, but what I'm saying is, this what this what I mean. I'm not saying Steph Curry not in the same realm as the LeBron James, KD, Kawhi Leonard's ads of the world. I think he in that top five round, right? I think he floats around in there, depending on depending on what part of the season we talking about. Honestly, that, that's how. Who, Curry? Yeah. Curry, Curry could possibly be in the top five. I, I, I don't think, I, I think he, I do think he has some uh, underrating type things that happen with him. Uh, I think because he a pretty, pretty boy, got the beautiful family, mom and dad in the stands and all that good stuff. Like people, people kind of like feel like, oh, well, he's just a good guy. And you know. Nobody loves the good guy like they should. You know what I'm saying? Superman was underrated. You know what I'm saying? So, it just happened. But, okay, my point. But but what I mean is, if you comparing these two players, Curry bring an aspect to offense that nobody else has, right? But Kawhi is probably... That's what I'm about to hear my argument on. Well, Curry Curry is probably the best shooter we've ever seen. But Kawhi... I mean, let's. I'm just, only reason I'm saying probably because future still can happen. We might see somebody come out and shoot better than him. But at this point in our lives, that's that the best. We have seen past it. Like yeah, yeah, we definitely. That's the best shooter we we have seen. Kawhi Leonard. Okay, Kawhi Leonard probably one of the best defenders we ever seen. He probably one of the best defenders we ever seen. If, uh, yeah. He, he got to be uh, up there. He got to be up top two, top three defenders. One-on-one, on-ball defenders of all time. 
But that, that's that. I ain't trying to argue that. Let's say top five. I just say top five, not to argue, not to argue that point. I give you top. I give you top. Five. In this gener, in this generation, in this generation of basketball, he probably the top. He probably one of the top defenders we've seen. With yeah. with the offensive okay. arsenal that he has, I just think, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm not trying to base it on size because I think Curry eliminate a lot of size factor in 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 the way he plays, but. When you're talking about putting him up against Kawhi and who's the better player, the reason KD better than Steph is because he's seven foot, not because he shoot better, or not because he play better defense. <laughs> like he's seven foot. That's, that is the reason. <laughs> That's though, the reason. Kawhi little six nine, six eight, six nine. We can't compare. We gotta compare them according to their position, like what they do. I can't compare Steph and Kawhi as far as them two head to head playing the game. Well, no, no, no. I'm, I'm not saying it that way. I'm just saying if I had to pick which one was better, just a better player. If I had to say my top five players, Kawhi Leonard coming before Steph Curry. That's what I'm. That's all I'm saying. That's uh, that's what I'm saying. And, but see, I wouldn't argue that, and that's my whole debate. I'm <laughs> arguing the fact that you said it's not an argument. That's what I'm arguing. Like, is you crazy? Steph is a generational talent. Like a once-in-a-lifetime type of player. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's a, he's a transcendent player. These people designed a whole defense just for Steph Curry last night. A boxing one. That's a high school AAU type of defense. Yeah. Like, that's something you do when you got one person and you want the whole team to have eyes on this man at one time. That's the type of player Steph Curry is. That's a whole different type of, of, of thing. Like, what he does on offense, we have never seen before. over the man you can't say zero you can't first off you can't be a Kobe fan you can't be a Kobe fan and say Kawhi has zero playmaking abilities <laughs> like, let, me tell you, let me tell you why I can do it because Kobe has averaged five or six multiple times Kawhi never Kawhi has never in his career had a had a triple double never in his career what he's never had a triple double he has never had 10 assists in a game in his career I can believe it Kawhi is not a playmaker but that don't mean he's zero at playmaking, bro. He might be like, out of 100, he might be like a, a 68. But he's no. zero. Yo. <laughs> never had a triple-double, but he's just great offensive player. He is a, he is a great offensive player, though. Even he, He's a great scorer. That's what he is. He's not a great all-around offensive player. But he no. makes the right passes sometimes, too, though, bro. Like, he do he's make a lot of good passes. Oh, you can't tell me on Kawhi Little me. Look at his numbers. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Now, I get that. I'm not, say, I'm not saying that the man, like, this this, this, this uh, Russell Westbrook-style passer or uh, LeBron James-style passer out of the out of the, uh, the small forward position or nothing. But he's not even he's not even an average passer, though. He don't even average average assist. But at the position, at, 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 at his, that's not his role. That's not necessarily his role either, though. But that's not. I understand, I understand what you're saying. I just can't get a man a zero. Like, 
Now I feel I feel like you doing. I feel like that's the that's like what you saying about the argument thing. It's like a zero. It's like a three. It's like a four. Three four. I give him. Four point eight. No wait, I can't say it's a five because I'm giving Kobe like a five. Kobe average five or six, literally. Kobe giving him like a five. Just off that, and Kawhi got to be somewhere under that, bro. He's never had a triple double. Never. Never. I understand that. I totally get that. And and. If you're an average playmaker, you'll eventually get a triple double. If you average, like an average playmaker, a luck upon 26 in the game, and that's people from all positions. We have seen centers good, power forward, small forward, two guard. Kawhi's never done it because he's not a great playmaker, bro. That's not him. He's not necessarily the best passer, but come on, dog. Like, he can make plays. Like, we've seen him make plays in these playoffs, bro, outside of just making plays. What I'm saying is, yeah, of course, every now and then you're going to make a couple of good passes. Yeah, but what I'm saying is if Steph is clearly a better playmaker than you, and you could say it's because he's a point guard. All right, I'll give you that. It's because he's a point guard. He's a better playmaker than you. It's your best attribute is scoring, and Steph is a better scorer than you. You do nothing in the offense better than Steph. At all. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. He can score the ball with the likes of Steph, dog. He can score the ball with the likes of Steph. What you mean? They 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 shoot the same from the three. He can score in. He can score at the goal. He he shoot the he He shoot the free throw just almost. Not nobody shoot the free throw as good as Steph. Probably other than maybe Damian Lillard. From three, because Steph take away higher volume. Eric. This man called me Eric. That's how you be fucking Ricky all the time. That's the same thing. This man here, bro. Come back, Relax, come. Huh? Okay, okay. Well, either way, this look. This is for this is for the people to to really to really see what y'all really think. Cause I personally yeah, think. And this the crazy yeah, thing you saying is, but the man had nine assists in the last round of the playoffs. It was his career high. That is his career that's high, but that's don't no matter. He <laughs> had it. And, and you, that's why you can't give him a zero. I'm glad you ain't looked it up. You ain't looked it up, huh? You're damn right I, I did. Cause I, 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 my, exactly. My... And, and I'm glad you see that I was speaking facts. He never had a triple-double. He never had 10 in his whole career. He's been in the league, what, six, seven years? Come on, man. A little longer, but that, that's, that's not the point. He, that never was his oh, right, not forte. A He's not a playmaker. But he can make plays. He's that. Oh, man. He can make plays. Either way, Kawhi, to me, comes before Steph Curry when you're saying best player. But anyway, so... Let's let's get to a little more uh, little more less 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 debative less debative type topics, and that's uh these Lakers, right? So um, we still never told me your finals Oh, we are gonna get to that after the Lakers. Uh, I want I, I want to say that for the end. Um, okay. Lakers, Jason Kidd, highest paid assistant coach in the league. Frank Vogel gonna last yeah, just yeah. this year, right? That's, you think just this year, two years? What you think? We, we said that on this uh, podcast. We we spoke about that, and I, I told you then uh, that they wanted they was putting Jason Kidd in position to be head coach. They would have rather him became head coach, but he has all the off the court issues that we touched on. So this just confirmed everything I was thinking. But look, he's basically put like a head coach. Look. 
Now, this is the funny thing, because me and she didn't talk about this last week. But last week, you know, that whole little report came out that Magic was this horrible boss and he was being rude to yeah. people and all that stuff. And Polinka had lied about some story about uh, him and Kobe going fishing or something crazy. This I forgot what it was. Some type of some type of crazy lie he made up in a in a yeah. something. You know, talk, talking to a college or something like that. Some some type of team or something. But all that type of stuff went on. You know, Magic went on there and <laughs> denied all that stuff and. You know, basically, it's like Magic Magic is like the king of, like, right now, he like the king of the backhanded compliment. Like, 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 he he like destroyed them, but they're like, I'm still a Laker, and I still love Genie, and I'm I'm still going to be at every game, and, and, you know, I'm still going to be supportive and going to help them with whatever they need, but, blah, 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 blah. Tripping, bro, but so then we just found out that um, the Lakers hired Lionel Hollins on their staff. So I'm, I'm really like, I just, I don't know if Frank Vogel gonna make it through the season, bro. I, think, I don't know, bro. But what I can say is though, maybe sound like they trying to excuse me they trying to put together like all the people that they wanted that they potentially wanted as head coach on the staff yeah that they could, you know what i'm saying yeah. like that's why i'm like i don't feel like frank vogel picked this dude dog did you hear when they're at the press conference they asked frank vogel uh or, i don't know if they asked frank vogel i think they was asking uh i think they was asking frank vogel when he was like basically i'm par- and i'm paraphrasing and I want to say it was uh, McMiniman, too. He was like, uh, so, you know, since they didn't get their uh, actual coach, like, basically he was asking, like, how does it feel to be, like, the the cleanup, like, the the second option, the the last option, the last resort, you know what I'm saying? And he just had that look on his face, like, why are you asking me that right now, dog? Like, yeah. dog. <laughs> I did not see that. I'm going to have to go look at that. No, that's, that's, funny. No, that's so disrespectful. I'm talking about this. And then this was that this was at the press conference, like his his like introductory press conference, like him being the Lakers head coach press conference. Yeah, that was the same thing Magic burned the building down with Stephen A. Smith, right? That was yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. So I mean, you know, it's funny we talked about two things before we talked about LeBron, but I I just read a uh Uncle, what you say? Before you leave off the before you leave out that topic, I just wanted to say this was what they actually wanted Luke Walton to do when they actually tried to save his job. 
right after Magic stepped down, they went back to Luke and said they wanted him to um, boost boost his, his coaching staff. But he didn't agree to which is why they agreed to get you this far away. I think they wanted these guys around Luke. Ah, but, okay. Yeah, You're right. I did hear Stephen A. talk a lot about that. You're right. Yeah. You're absolutely yeah. right. Okay. Well, yeah, well, like I was saying, we, we haven't said too much about LeBron, but I saw a headline today that said if the free agent free agency offseason doesn't go right, then LeBron could force a trade. Uh, <laughs> so this is just another just crazy just to add, just to add to, just to add insult to injury to everything that is going on. Do you think that's even like, I, what you think? Because I think that's fake news. What you think about that? Yeah, more fake news. I think people just like the demise of the Lakers. But um, like I told you, in pre-pro, if LeBron leaves because they strike out with free agency or demand a trade, you can't be mad at nobody but himself. He was in a room with these people that's supposed to be going to make these pitch, pitches to these free agents. So if you can't sell them yourself, you can't get mad at the front office because those guys chose not to go with y'all. Like, how you going to try to and put that or uh, get an attitude with everybody else when you was a part of the team that went in there to sell the free agents? So what? that just absolutely makes no sense to me. Like, I can't see that. That happening. I think LeBron made this decision to go to LA more so for his family and for his businesses anyway. So I don't think he's that devastated at you know the way things are unfolding. I do think he like to win and compete at the highest level he can, but I think actually basketball really is second to, to his family right now. Yeah, because actually we recording this and it's Well, right I now, I do think the Lakers got a chance, though, to answer your question. I do think the Lakers got a, a chance. 
And as far as like how how trades and stuff work, pre-draft, post-draft stuff like that, you you more in tune with that, okay. right? Okay, look, let's just pretend. Let's just, I'll paint the scenario for you. Let's pretend you can make you can make this trade, and you still gonna have room for a max free agent and free agency, which the Lakers will because if you make the trade right now, you don't actually make the trade. You just agree to the trade, and then the trade happens when the new season starts which is how you end up keeping your max slot. Okay. If you made the trade right now, you would eat into that cap space. But So let's just say you're going to have room for a, free, a max free agent. You got you got everything on the table as far as your young players. You got the number four pick. You got a first round for next year. Not next year, but the year after that. So that'd be in 2021. You got that first rounder. You got this number four pick. You got all the young guys. What's the most you would give up for AD? I'm gonna be honest. The number four pick gone. He that one gone. They okay. can have RJ okay. Barrett or whoever Cam Ready, whoever, whoever going number four, whoever they want me to pick, they got him. Right, because essentially, yeah, if you agree to it, you'll be picking for them. Exactly. They'll tell you who to draft. Yeah. So okay, that's one. So okay. he gone. Depending on the situation with Brandon Ingram, he gone. And ball gone. Okay. Ball gone. Like, so, I would give so at least, least, least them three. three. I'm what? What'd you say? You said, so number four pick, ball, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it? I mean, and if they need. That's the if they, if, to go? No, I'll go higher. If they need them. So what's the highest you're willing to go? Like, well, I'll, I'll give them that 2021 pick, too. You can have that. You mean to tell down. me I can have AD? AD want to play there? He going to play there for another two years? Yeah. Nine times out of ten. Right. Nine times out of ten, that 2021 pick not going to be as good as AD. Exactly. Nine times out of ten, that number four pick not going to be yep. as good as AD. And he want to play there. So he'll play there for the rest of his career? He could potentially play there for the rest of his career? Right. Right. He said he's willing to sign the extension as soon as he gets there. He won't be able to do it until six months, but when he gets there, he, he already agreed to sign the extension if he goes to the league. I'm, look, I'm taking that. I'll I, I give him are, that. Are you, are you willing to include, if they call and say, that deal is great, but we need Kuzma too? Are you willing to put in Kuzma? I'm, 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 I'm going to really make Kuzma feel love, but you got to go, boss. <laughs> Exactly, bro. And then you might better get some other players just generally exactly. through, you know. Yep. So you might yep. better get some real good, good, uh, you know, just bench players or just fill in that players. That want to win. Yeah. That just want to win like Miami did. That's what they did with Wade Boston 
the LeBron, they went to still the roster out with, with people, Mike Miller, Ray Allen, you know, guys like that shooters. Really? Right. That's true. That's true. So I mean, then then like like we 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 probably won't talk about this this episode. We probably wait till the series get closer to the to the end of it. Uh, but mm-hmm. the Warriors might this might be one of their last years of like strictly going to the finals straight, depending on their free agency yeah, situation. Exactly. Yep. So yep. it might be an opening for another yep. team to take take that take that space. Uh, so. And it's crazy. We didn't even write this down in the pre-production, but you know, uh, the Rockets even trying to dismantle their whole roster. <laughs> he like everybody Man. could go. <laughs> Bruh, Chris Paul. They want Chris Paul to come to LA so bad. If his contract wasn't so terrible, I wouldn't be against it. His contract I'm good. is terrible, bro. His his hamstring is terrible too. I'm good. and all that stuff, probably yeah, more so after the finals that. and all that good stuff, uh, but it's going to be interesting, it's going to be interesting with, with the Lakers, if they can pull something off, before we get into this MVP, finals MVP discussion, just a couple of little football things, just to throw another sport in the mix, um, Gerald McCarty to the Panthers, I know she mad, mm. um, yeah, I know she really I thought they did say you to pay for a winner, whatever. <laughs> Supposedly Cam Newton pieced that up for to make that happen. Um, OBJ finally, you know, at practice, looking good, you know, catching passes from Baker Mayfield, rookie of the year, Baker Mayfield, you know, the better quarterback of the Yeah. So, um, just had to put that out there since what you had said earlier. <laughs> receivers earlier uh just like off the top of our head uh so yeah. hopefully Le'Veon do have a good season for his sake but the Jets man I don't know what that's right. gonna turn out to be uh and another sport to talk about before we you know before we get into the finals MVP Anthony Joshua got punished this past oh, weekend bro man. <laughs> Um, I have been 
monitoring a lot of the Anthony Joshua and uh, and Deontay yeah, Wilder right. and Tyson Fury and all of them. Them two been calling this man out. They didn't fought each other. They've been calling this man out. He even went on first take recently, uh, Anthony Joshua, and he was like, uh, yeah, man, I'm just going to have to talk to them face-to-face, -face, and we're going to have to, you know, all the promoters making it this and making it that. This is before he lost now. You know, they making it this. You know, we, we got to talk about it. So now it just seemed like, like, were you actually scared to fight these dudes? Uh, did you not take Ruiz serious? Because Ruiz punished him. He, he punished him. of Deontay Wilder, bro. Like, as far as power. <laughs> like, I, I know, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if you watched the Deontay Wilder, his interview on First Take, but he said, this is the only sport where you could kill a man and get away with it, and I'm trying to get my first body. He wanted to kill that dude he fought last time. And you see, you could see how hard he, when he punched him and knocked him out, all his body contorted all weird and stuff. He punched that man so hard. Like, his own body. His arm went all retarded looking and crazy. I'm like, man, he's really trying to knock this man's head off his body. So just imagine you punching. Bruh. I, I, I really want to see him and, him and Joshua fight. But Joshua, he, I, I, I personally think he probably do have to do a rematch with, uh, with uh, Ruiz. Yeah, he's gonna have to do a rematch. Yeah. And win. Because uh, it ain't going to be the same. It ain't going to be the same. But. You know, the build up, the build up is here. Ruiz, you say what? I hope you don't line that up. I said, I hope you don't line up Ruiz and Dante. Ruiz and Dante, I meant to say, boy, Deontay, punish him. But see, that's how I feel. But we have to see. Because, I mean, you got to give Ruiz credit. He actually know how to fight. It ain't like he just got, a, it was a puncher's luck or nothing. No, like he, he, he knocked him down. Like I said, he knocked him down four times. Four times. Like, the dude was looking at his corner like, like, what you going to do? And then try to make it seem like, why, why the ref called it? But anyway, uh, so I, I look forward to it. But you brought this up earlier. I keep mentioning it. Finals MVP. To you at this point, who is your finals MVP? Oh, man, Stephen, Stephen Curry, man. Averaging uh, 28 points, 5 and 6. But well, that was the second game. game. The first two. game, he had he only had nine assists in the first game. Who that? Draymond. He had nine assists in the first game. He didn't have ten. He had nine in the first game. He had he had oh, a triple. Nine in the second game, huh? Mm, I just he had, I, in, he had he had a triple double in this in this game. This one just happened. He had seventeen. He had seventeen, ten, ten and nine, nine in the first game. Yo, that was this game that just passed. Yeah. Oh, I looked at it wrong. I looked at it backwards. Okay, my bad. Yeah, yeah, backwards. But yeah, so Draymond had 10, 10, and 10 at first game. Uh, Clay didn't shoot the ball pretty, 
well, but Steph, Steph brought out, yeah, 34, 5 and 5. But the second game, it was actually reversed. Uh, Clay really was, was the one that was hot until, you know, he suffered his injury. But he had 25 points. I think he got injured, what, in the third quarter? Mm-hmm. Or the uh, early fourth? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and, and, and Steph's. Stuff and Draymond. Draymond picked up the scoring low, like you said, Boogie chipped in, Quinn Cook came through, Iggy. It was more of a team thing. But I think as far as consistency in both game one and game two, Steph has been the best player so far to me. You know, Kawhi is making a great case for it, but I don't think they're going to win the series, so naturally that's why I'm not going with Kawhi. But I mean, if Toronto wins, of course, we both know it'll be Kawhi. Well, I got to... You know, I, I, I got to be the contrarian against what you're saying. Uh, in the midst of this. I wouldn't expect it to be the other way. But I'm, and as much as I, and I mean, in my in my house, in my own personal time watching basketball, I don't have a lot of good to say about this person. Uh, I, I really don't have a lot of good to say about this person in my own personal life. And it's not that I just, I just don't, I like, I'm pretty sure he's a great person. I just don't like him when I'm watching him play basketball. But I I would be remiss to say that this man not balling. And that's Draymond Green, bro. I mean, he practically averaged a triple-double. 13.5 points, 10 10 rebounds, 9.5 assists a game. Um, He controlled the tempo of the game a lot. He make a lot of great plays on offense and defense. Um, and I mean, he he made a key a key play. He made key plays down the stretch um, to get to put players in position to win to for them to win the game. And he really is the backbone of that team. And you know, a lot of times we say, well, and I've said it. Oh, without KD, they could still win. Uh, some people even believe that if it was KD there and Curry was hurt, they could still win. I personally don't believe that. But when you think about what Draymond, the physicality that Draymond brings to the table. I mean, Siakam had, what, 34 the first game? He said yeah. this man not going to have another game like that. Now, don't grant it, he only played one more game. So, we're going to see how the coaching play Could out in the next game. But Siakam didn't have a good game. He played awesome defense on Kawhi Leonard. Even though Kawhi Leonard had 34, he wasn't the only one guarding him because they play a lot of crowding of Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard just made some yeah. good shots, but he didn't shoot a real high percentage. But – he made a key play where he deflected the ball um, from him. They got a steal. It converted into a big play. Draymond Green all over the all over the court. He all over the court making plays, blocks, steals. He everywhere. I mean, he like they say, he they Swiss Army knife. Whatever they need him to do, he doing it. Um, and and I, to me, I don't get me wrong. Twenty eight points, five and five. I mean that's. That that's 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 awesome, but I mean let's let's just keep it honest. It's been it's been stolen. It was stolen from Curry the first time. Um, the last two times, I thought he I thought he deserved it last year. Curry, the yeah, Kevin Durant played, deserved it. The, right, he played like so. Yeah, Kevin Durant deserved it the year before that. I mean you, it'd have been dumb. It'd have been dumb to pick somebody else other than Kevin Durant that other time. Maybe other than maybe LeBron James, but he lost, so it could you can't pick him. Um, I just think right now, if Draymond finished this series out averaging a triple double, um, and still making these key defensive plays that he's making, because sometimes it's not necessarily the number, but it's the play at the moment. 
Just like we said with Eagle Dollar. Eagle Dollar made plays at moments. Because LeBron averaged, what, 36 or something? 37 in that first time when Eagle Dollar won it? So, it wasn't yeah, like... When LeBron only shot like 39% or something. Like, it was something ugly he shot, dog. Exactly. That, that had a lot to do with it. So, too, that's, so like, the point... And then you got to think, Steph... In his last game, I think it hurt him that he didn't score in the last five minutes of the game, and he almost turned the ball over. Now, that that's going to be an argument that somebody's going to say, well, he almost turned the ball, even though it wasn't a turnover, but he almost turned the ball over when you said they played that boxing one on him. Um, I, just, I just think if Draymond keep this up, especially with the injuries that's taking place, you know, Draymond pushing the pace, Draymond controlling the tempo of the game on both sides of the floor a lot of the time. If he keep this up and he average a triple-double this series, I don't see Curry getting it unless Curry go for 40 one of these games. He got he to gotta have like that huge 40-point game. With the injuries, right, they're putting it in position for stuff to get it. You see what I'm saying? Because if they win with these injuries, you know stuff got to have a big night. If they're going to win, stuff got to have a big night. But what if Draymond? What if Draymond get one of them thirty point triple doubles like he put on uh Cleveland oh, in that game no, seven? No, no way. But no, it, Draymond would not have a thirty point triple double this series. I I can guarantee that. But um, is what I'm I'm not trust me I'm not necessarily rooting for Draymond Green. Okay, so I don't want to get it twisted. I'm not rooting for him to get a thirty point <laughs> triple double. But I'm saying what I'm saying is he's capable. I'm not. He's he is a capable player of doing. He's capable of doing that. Um, I mean, hell, if he was averaging 18 or 19 points, this would probably even wouldn't even be a discussion. <laughs> like, with a averaging... That's a lot more for him. Because if you add five to his, his score, add five to Steph, the Steph score at 34, 35 is not even a discussion. Is, that's true. I, I, I agree. So, I agree. So, I think just with the injuries, though, like if Clint and KD come back, then that increases Draymond's chances even more, ironically, because... Now, Steph won't score. Steph won't have to show that as much. Draymond's still going to do that regardless. You know, who's on that floor that Draymond's going to rebound? He's going to play mate. He's going to score 10, maybe to 15 points a game. So that's just what he do. Answer me this. Answer me this, then. This is just something that popped in my head because I didn't heard people say that KD got a chance of winning an MVP. I knew what you were about to say. Don't say that. No. Is it – what – is it like a certain game he got to come back to win the MVP? Because people saying it like there's no rule on it. No, what I'm not, I'm not saying like it's a rule. I'm saying it like in your mind, like if he if he come back in game four and say it go to seven, but he averaged thirty five in three games, four games, whatever. Not enough. It not still ain't enough, right? Enough. Okay, all right. I think okay. No. I'm like, no. I I don't now, see it being back, enough. Let's say he come back in game four and it's tied. No, it can't be tied. It'll be 2-1. 2-1. Two, 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 let's say you come at game 5. And let's say you come at game 5. And it's 2-2. Two, two. And he averaged like 40 for game 5, 6, and 7 or something like that. <sighs> or even if they down 2-1. Let's say they down 2-1. That's even better. And he come back. And he averaged like... 3540. Maybe they might. So you that'd mean to cool, tell me. Though. So you mean to tell that'd me. Cool, Steph. Steph will lose this. No, that'd be so messed up, dog. 
That would be so messed up, bro. That would be so messed up, bro. As much as, as much as this year, I don't think Curry deserve it. Like, a lot of the times, I felt like Curry deserved it. This year, I don't feel like, at after two games, I don't, I don't think he deserved it at this, at this juncture. But I mean, game three, he might go off, and I, and that can completely change everything. But at this juncture, I feel like Draymond, you know, got it. But if Durant come back and average thirty five. Then Steph just automatically lose it, dog. That's just so crazy to me. Might not win it though, dog. That's the crazy it thing. Just, <laughs> I just start to think it's one of those things now where they just don't want. They just know that it's a big thing, and they wanted to keep it. They want to keep it going. Like it's, it's really a conspiracy theory. Like I, I have to feel like they're plotting against stuff. They just I, don't I agree, get it at that point now. Because I know yeah. in the future, just like hell, even after LeBron just missing the playoffs for. For one season, you got people posting up, making posts and stuff saying, well, LeBron averaged 27, 8, and 8 this year. And, like, you know, like, to show you that this man really still had a, a really good season, we going to look back yeah. at Steph Curry and be like, man, this year in the finals, he averaged blah, 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 blah. What? Why he didn't win the MVP? This year in the finals, he did this, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, if he loses this year, it's going to be definitely one of them moments where we're going to be like, Bruh, this man. He was damn near average the triple double last year in the finals. But he, it was like twenty-seven, nine and nine, or something like that. Like last year in the finals, he balled out in the finals last year. I agree, bro. You know, I picked him. I picked. He was my MVP that last year. But Kevin Durant averaged what 30, 34, 35? 35, yeah. But he had a lot of assists and rebounds too, so. It, he was balling too. He was balling, but I don't know. I felt like Steph made the bigger plays in that in that series. Uh, but either way, I mean, that base that basically gonna wrap it up for us, man. We are gonna see how it play out. Uh, game game three. Who you got before we close it out? Who you got game three? Uh, you going no KD? Going to the state? Just because I like I told you earlier, I expect real players to play better at home. So, I think if Toronto want a shot at this series, they, they got to steal one of these next two and go to state. They got to take the home court advantage back. I don't think they will. I'm expecting their stuff to have a big game. I'm expecting Draymond to have a big game, too. And, and bring the stuff up because they need those guys. Clay, he's going to be out there, but he's probably not going to perform well. I'm saying that they watch him go for about 35 or something like that. But So, he's probably not going to do too much, though. That's what I'm expecting because he's still in this. He says even if he's only about eighty percent, he says he can still have the team win. So he's gonna try to go out there, but I don't. I don't think he's gonna be much of a factor. So I'm gonna go Golden State, bro. I I would I would want to say I'm gonna say Golden State this game 
Um, I think the Warriors, they're not the Warriors. The Raptors got a lot of adjusting to do, and I don't know. I, I don't I don't know Nick Nurse's uh, pedigree yet. Um, he came out firing at, in that first game. Uh, the second game, he relied on that three point shot that that basically won them that first game. I mean, they yeah. they always hitting threes in that first. I mean, hell, Van Vliet hit one like weird off the backboard, crazy shot in the first Man, game. Man, Van Vliet was a thing. Hey, but, hey I gotta give Van Vliet. Van Vliet probably the other, the second most consistent person in the finals, uh, outside of Kawhi on that team. Um, he he he, he just put it. He just put his hard head on and go and play. He go to work. Um, yeah. but. I don't I don't see them taking this first game in Oracle. I think they gotta understand what they going what they're getting into. I think they might could take game four, depending on how game three looks. But um if it's a close game, I, I think it's a close game. I just gotta see what Nick Nurse gonna do. I don't I don't know Nick Nurse yet. I so it's hard for me to I know I know what Steve Kerr gonna do. Um for the most part. You have the team ready. You have the team ready. He gonna have them ready. The only only real question marks I I'm the only thing that I'm that concern me about the Warriors outside of like Clay Thompson is um, Boogie him playing these extended minutes how that's gonna yeah. affect his play it could be bad for him uh, it's, it's it's always that 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 chance that it could be bad for him um so that's that's my biggest thing if if Boogie don't if Boogie can maintain what he did the last game then yeah but if boogie might you know he he might have a little lapse um them he need to suffer some Reaper serious Merkin, injuries Merkin, you say what slim reaper the slim reaper lurking in the shadows man yeah game bro problem, yeah if he be back game four then uh <laughs> well if, if i'm the raptors i'm like i need to win this game because he might be back game four that's what I'm saying. Exactly. That's why you gotta lay it all on the line right now. Like this, the championship game. Two, game. Like this, game seven right here. Game three is game seven. Yeah. Like. Yeah. That's it. Every time he Kawhi Leonard as the start of the opposing team to the Warriors would be this interesting, but it is injuries, it's the, the injuries make it so interesting now. So it did. And it Drake, did. we didn't say nothing about Drake, but uh, boy Clay was talking talking to us to Drake. That was funny. Uh, but yeah, your bum ass. He said, "Arby, you ain't talking that trash tonight, huh? With your bum ass." <laughs> Say, shout out to Drake, man. That's my dog, bro. I love I already my dog. Your brother. Yeah, but no, still. Drake can't talk trash when he got a tattoo of Steph Hand the number on his arm. Come on, man. Get out of here. Boy, what about with nothing to you? Oh wow. See, that's something that I found out about Arby you know that I didn't know. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> I heard oh. I thought that was fake. Like I heard somebody say something about uh he gotta cover up his, his Steph Curry tattoo, but I didn't know that was real. <laughs> yeah, you seen that armband he had on with the Dell Curry jersey, that black Nike armband? Yeah. Yeah, the armband is over the Durant and Curry number. 
that is over. It's coming it up. It's right under. That's where the tattoo at. Right under that armband. Shout out to Drake, bro. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, dog, look, that wrap up our show. Man, we appreciate y'all. Oh, don't forget, uh, the shirts on sale. Father's Day, you know, get it for that special father in, the, in you know, in your life, special father figure yeah, in your life, man. all that good stuff. They all, uh, they all on sale. Just go uh, check the link in the bio of uh, Qualified Sports at, uh, on our IG page, on our Facebook page, all right. that good stuff. Um, hey, buy me a shirt. I, I wear. Okay. Okay. This guy right hey, here. I Completely threw me. Oh, the Father's Day edition, which I think Father's Day is the 16th. I recorded that episode this past weekend with Mr. Bo Willie, one of the best tattoo artists in New Orleans, and his Man. son, which was one of the, the best uh, 11-year-old athletes in the state, period. Uh, it's going to be an awesome interview. Y'all make sure y'all stay tuned and check all that good stuff out. And uh, unless y'all got something else to say, do you? Uh, thanks, man. Yeah, I'm always extremely humble and grateful for all the love we get. And y'all the reason we keep doing this, man, is just support. Like I said, just listen to a podcast, uh, share episode, comment on the episode. Anything, anything we appreciate it, man. Even if you got something negative to say, we, we appreciate that, too. Just, just thanks. For all the support and thanks for actually caring. That's why we do it. Y'all be blessed.